This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. The Chinuch is a safer, and this is also one of these points I always am astounded by. Problems don't change. The Chinuch lived a few hundred years ago, we're not sure exactly who wrote it, but it's the Tkufas that we've shown him. So it's 1200s, 1300s, that's the Tkufa that was written. And he wrote a Sefer called Sefer Chinuch. The reason why it's called Sefer Chinuch is because he had a teenage boy who didn't have much to do Shabbos afternoons. He didn't like it. And he wrote him a Sefer on Chumash to learn. That's what it's about. And he addresses his son constantly. So in a very early mitzvah, a mitzvah to Zion, his son asks him, um, he, he, he's responding, so I don't know if the son asked, but he's responding. He says, this mitzvah of not breaking a bone also reminds us about this mitzvah, etc., etc. So he says, and if you're going to ask me, why do I need so many mitzvahs to do about this mitzvah? Just get up once a year, give a clap on the table and say, today we're commemorating this mitzvah day, and, and we went out of mitzvah. Why need so many mitzvahs? So his father answers him, like all fathers do to teenage children, that was not a very smart question. Even that answer is, is, is an age-old answer. That's not a new answer. And he says, a person is affected deeply by what he does. And therefore, a person becomes the sum total of his activities. Even though technically we think about what we do, the truth is it has a reverse effect. And therefore, he says, the more we're involved in the mitzvahs, the more we change and become attached. And the less we are, the less we're attached. And then he adds a piece of mitzvah. He says, and don't tell me if you hang out with empty people all day long doing nothing, it's not going to affect you. It will affect you. It's going to slowly dilute your person and, and empty you out. So I'm always astounded by the timeless nature of, of human nature. It's a, you know human nature didn't change much. Maybe the the toys and the games, but the the etzim nature. But okay, so, so the chinuch puts down this point that doing mitzvahs lemaisa, actually doing it has an effect on a person. I'd like to try and give some sort of explanation to what that's about. Um, there's a, the, 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 what I'm going to say now is a Sefer Ikrim, it's from that Sefer actually with, with Rishonim on Chomish Sefer Ikrim was written in the late 1400s in Spain by Rabbi Yosef Albo, he was a Talmud of a great philosopher, he was a philosopher himself Sefer Ikrim is a very fine Sefer it deals with Ikre Emunah he discusses them, each chapter another point discusses problems, questions issues and so on, it's, it's a classic Sefer, he asks the following question Moshe Rabbeinu is standing on top of the mountain talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him Lech reid kishiches amcha um, and so on. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him, listen, you don't know what's happening downstairs. Kalal Yisrael has, has, has gone off the derech. They're worshipping the eagle. So it says he came down, to, down from the mountain. Vayar es ha-eagle u-macholos vayichar af Moshe vayishach miyorav saluchus ha-shabos ha-sahar he saw what was happening, he got very upset, and he, um, and he threw it down and, and broke it. So the Ikrim asks, you know, sometimes um, you hear testimony from people, 
you, you're not sure 100%. And, you know, seeing is believing. So when you actually see it, so someone comes and tells me there's a, a, something going on in this street, I think 95% is probably right, but, you know, maybe he's pulling my leg, maybe this. I walk down, I see it myself, and I believe it. Akadosh Baruch Hu told him, they are down there worshipping Avodah If the halacha is that Kalal Yisrael worshipping Avodah obligates him to break the luchos, break it. I mean, you, you don't believe HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What was added by seeing himself? So the Ikrim puts down an extraordinary fundamental yesod in, in terms of, um, of, of a person. He says, there was no halacha that you have to break the luchos but if the person himself becomes emotionally caught up with it, just like a parallel, I'm offering this parallel, but I think it's, it says by a goal hadam, kiecham levavo, it's a product of a person becoming emotionally incensed about it, then it's, it's like kriya for a nifta. It's, it's something that has to be bishas chamimah it has to be something that is a result of an emotion. So even if HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him and he believes the information 100%, but there's no emotional response until you don't see it. And if you read the Pasuk, he says, He's got close. He saw what was going on. That's when he became enraged. So the Ikram says, Emotional response is the result of a personal experience. Information can be believed, but information itself does not give a person any, it does not evoke emotion on its own. That, I think, is an extremely, extremely important yesod in, in Yadus. If, if we discount information, we obviously are not going to follow through. That's obvious. But when a person has information, as information, if it comes into our mind as a data stream, and it stays that way, its effect on emotion is minimal. Let's take a simple example. If somebody comes along and tells you there was a terrible accident in this, in this place, you say, oi, never. And you go on. If somebody describes it to you, if somebody, if somebody um, watches it on, on footage, on video, whatever it is, it has a profound impression. Why? Beca- it's not that I now believe it. It's just that information that's processed purely as information by the mind has no or very, very little emotional impact. Once, the, the, once you start processing images then you are uh, then it, it, that affects emotion so information goes to the brain v- visual input sensual input goes into the heart so what do we do with all the mitzvahs today's the big complaint of today's generation is we're not turned on we're not connected what's the pshat? the answer is because we've lost the ability or we're too lazy to process information into pictures. Um, Because we're assaulted by so much media, 
we lost the ability to take a book and to imagine. We don't have that ability. We need to see it live. We need to see the movie. I'm dating myself because there's probably no such thing anymore. It's probably something else today. But the problem is we, we don't, the ability to take information and transform it into some sort of visible, um, palpable, tangible type of experience is lost on us. The, um, the Sfarnu says, Haskes Ushma Yisrael. So it's, the word Haskes is very hard um, to translate. It has different translations, no, no clear translations. The Sfarnu says the word Haskes comes like Sochoi, to see. Um, I don't want to use the comparison, but today's Masach television, a, a television screen. It, it, Yisko to Sochov Rokodesh. It has a meaning to see. He says the mitzvah of Haske Sushmai says is to take Torah and to turn it into a visual experience. I'll finish a story. Reb Chatzke Levenstein had, he was the big Balmusa. He was the leftover great Balmusa from Europe. He was the Mashkiach Apanovich Tulis Ptira in the early 70s. And he was the great Musa figure in Artisrol Tulis Ptira. He was a very sharp person, very tremendous over Hashem. I, I was to see him once personally. Um, he was thin, bent over with very sharp eyes, very demanding, very demanding of himself, first and foremost, and demanding of others. And he had a chabura of young mashkichim in, in training, I guess. Well, I, I, I don't know what, 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 what else I would call it. And Thursday mornings or afternoon, Revolver was inaccessible. Rev. Rev. Levenstein was inaccessible. He was in his room doing his own thing, and they were dead curious to know what was he doing. So they realized that there was sort of a ceiling, a hole on the top, where somebody could crawl and observe unnoticed on what was going in the room. They picked Revolver as the most agile of the group, and uh, he came from a non from background, so he had he had done sport and uh, hey, when he was young and. He could do it. So he shinned up and stood there and, and watched Abchatzkel, uh, what he was doing. So Abchatzkel was being Mavasedra. And it was the Pashas Beshalach. And Abchatzkel begins to act it out. He begins to say, Moshe, where are you going to? Where's the responsibility? You have a nation, 100,000 people behind you, men, children, and you walk into the ocean, you're committing suicide. What are you doing? And he went through the whole Pasha reenacting it to himself and living through it. It's, it's something that I think is the, the core problem. Understanding first and foremost that what will affect us in the way that we want to connect is not information, experience. Doing mitzvahs. Um, I, once, I once heard a criticism, there's a younger man in the mirror, Older me, a person, he had a chassidish leanings, he was a gar a little bit, but I mean, he was of literature background. But, and he made a comment, he said these, um, he said, you know, th- these ready-made men, um, candles for the menorah, these ready-made, you know, oil things. He said, the point of Hanukkah is to soak your hands in oil and to get the cotton threads into your fingernails. That's the point of it. So, so they get around it. It was a very cute saying, but it was emis. If we don't, if we don't understand that it's, mitzvahs are not about getting around it, but living through it, 
Of course, Baruch Hashem, we have money that we can pay for the matzahs, we can pay for the daldmina, we can, we, can, we can pay for everything and anything and get it ready-made, and we're yoitzah technically. But if a person experiences it, it's different. If we, we, I think, just like a person who sits long, his muscles begin to atrophy, we who are used to being fed scenery, the ability to use imagination to visualize and, and bring ourselves into a state of experience tends to become atrophied. If we want to get connected, if we want to feel an experience, then you need to use your imagination. You need to take a Perik in Tanakh, a Pasik in Chumish, a story, and live through it. And, and if you're able to do that, then I think you will discover Judaism will go from being one-dimensional black and white to three-dimensional color. That's the difference. So, Be'ez Hashem, something like a takeaway from the parasha, that even Moshe Rabbeinu, as long as something was information, it didn't evoke the Vayichar Af Moshe. When he lived it and saw it and felt it, that's when he was able to, 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 to have